It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Thursday, 12th of May 2022. This is for professional investors only. Never ever investment advice. I talk about cryptocurrencies and NFTs far too much on this podcast. I almost never, but something big seems to be happening in that market at the moment. It's not just Bitcoin, the OG currency in crypto world, which is getting uh, flattened this morning. It's down about $1,600 to around $27,000. Uh, but elsewhere in the the more esoteric coins, uh, uh, unless you study them, you probably don't know very much about, and, and I don't either. Um, in particular, it's things called stable coins, um, electronic money that's like Bitcoin, but with a peg to something else, allegedly assets that uh, allow it to maintain a peg to, for instance, the US dollar at uh, one for one. Um, as you know, one of the earliest and easiest trading rules that you can follow in any financial asset uh, and make money out of is that pegs of any kind break when the fundamentals eventually diverge from uh, the peg price for a prolonged period of time. Uh, Great examples are the pound in the ERM where we set an exchange rate that meant that we had to hike interest rates uh, in line with Germany even though um, our domestic economy you know wasn't able to to cope with those rate hikes another example would be uh, sterling when it left the gold standard so you know these these financial market pegs we've got another one in Japan at the moment were 25 basis point 10 year JGB yield it's called yield curve control that's effectively a, a peg if you believe that inflation was really taking off in Japan you would oppose that by by saying that actually the Bank of Japan is going to defend that peg and they've obviously got a lot of firepower to be able to do that but you, you might regard that as a, a cheap short effectively um, being short there relative to the fundamentals is, is kind of a cheap option on that peg breaking at some stage in the future anyway uh, in crypto land pegs started to go yesterday so a uh, cryptocurrency called Luna, a logo of a wolf howling at the moon, I think. Uh, It broke its peg in dramatic fashion yesterday. But today all the action is in a cryptocurrency called Tether. This is one of the big ones. I'd actually heard of it, for instance. It's got an 80 billion market cap in dollars and it's pegged to the US dollar one for one. And it is breaking the buck, as they used to say about US money market funds that are again guaranteed a one for one in the financial crisis, but um, couldn't uh, continue paying that once redemption started happening and the underlying assets started to go bad. They broke the buck. Well, Tether has broken the buck today. So that $1 has got down to, I think, 97 cents at worst this morning. It's about 98 cents. So not a million miles away. It's not in the kind of lunar category. And the reason it's probably not a million miles away from one is that it is backed by uh, what people believe to be proper high quality financial assets, for instance, corporate bonds, commercial paper and stuff like that and cash. Um, Always some nervousness about these uh, stable coins, about the quality of the the financial assets backing it. And I guess that's the, the nervousness today. Um, If you genuinely thought that everything underlying was worth $1, then you'd be crazy to to sell any tether below $1. So, you know, people are making that judgment. That's the implication of of it moving away from one. So big things happening. Uh, Whether it has any impact on other areas of financial markets is, I, I think, a bit more debatable. I mean, the, the US dollar is is up today about half a percent, but it's been on a very strong tear anyway. 
uh, where else could it hit through? I guess in NASDAQ and those kind of tech stocks and the so-called meme stocks, the stuff in the ARK fund that's very internet and tech and, you know, based around this new paradigm idea. Maybe some of that uh, doesn't have a very good day today. Um, who knows? Anyway, meanwhile, Michael Owen, with exquisite timing, um, has launched his new collection of NFTs. Michael Owen, for those of you who don't remember him, Liverpool footballer, uh, Real Madrid as well, England. You know, I might pay for his England NFT. I don't, I don't remember any of his other goals, but maybe a Liverpool fan will. Um, anyway, you could buy an NFT of him scoring goals all over the place. And he made the extraordinary claim that if you buy one of these NFTs, you literally can't lose money. You know, there's kind of a guarantee that you're not going to lose money. And, you know, some some scepticism about that, it must be said. But when you read his perspectives, you realise what he's done to solve for this question in financial assets about how you can absolutely guarantee that no one will lose money in your asset. And what he's done is put something in there, a clause that forbids you from selling the NFT below the price you paid for it. So... uh, up to a point, I guess you could claim um, he's right. Anyway, as someone on Twitter pointed out this morning, it's as if crypto has made all the mistakes that traditional finance has made, but in five years rather than 200 years. And that's, I think, a good summary of what's going on at the moment. Anyway, follow at Lady F-O-H-F, um, who, uh, who pointed that out. Very good tweeter if you're looking for new people to follow. So elsewhere, government bonds are rallying all over the place at the moment. Um, slightly surprisingly, I guess, given yesterday US CPI came out. Um, it's higher than expected, um, 8.3% in April year on year. Um, US Treasury bonds, though, or, or despite some initial weakness when the headline numbers came out, they're down substantially in yield. So at the peak a week ago, 10-year treasuries were at 3.13, they're now um, 2.83. So 30 basis point rally effectively in US uh, treasuries, 30-year bonds below 3% uh, as well. Maybe people are looking more at other bits of what's going on in markets, um, including the fact that as a result of that high inflation, real wages fell for the 13th month in a row in the United States, which is a pretty brutal statistic really. So um, it's, it's true that wage growth is relatively strong, but inflation growth is way, way stronger. Finally today, US GDP for the first quarter of the year came out 0.8% um, quarter on quarter. So uh, that was weaker than the previous quarter. The previous quarter, it was 1.3% growth. And the expectations were that it was going to be 1%. So weaker than before, weaker than expectations. Not terrible on its own, but unlike many uh, statistical agencies, the ONS in the UK does do a monthly breakdown as well. And within that, I think it's the trend that's the most worrying. So January this year, pretty strong. February, mediocre. March, awful. So uh, within that number, you see a very strong deterioration trend in growth. And remember, March was before the April energy bill shocks that we've seen come through. So I think looking forward, it's it's a slightly bleak number. And, uh, you know, guilts guilt yields are are down um, more than the US this morning. So, for instance, we have... 
I don't know, 10-year gilts, 1.75, 30-year uh, gilts, 2%. So eight, eight basis points falls in, in gilt yields after that number came out. If I don't speak to you before that, have good weekends. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.